Welcome back once again. Enjoy. Chapter 17. Trusting and Feeling. I am now within another room, one that is somewhat light but has a dark tint to it, as if there were tinted windows hiding the sunlight. We are sitting at a glass table. The chairs are comfortable but has sides to them. Demetrius is sitting across from me with a bottle of whiskey and his glass. My glass is in front of me. You can see right through it, but there are pictures all over the inside of the table. Almost like stop motion, but different. Demetrius sighed before looking up. Behind Demetrius, the tinted walls turned all black, as if Demetrius himself is darkening the room. This room is darker than my own mind. Of course it is different than mine, because this room is Demetrius's memory and heartache. This is Demetrius's mind. The air around us made me feel like I am getting pulled in four different directions all at once, but getting pushed back together at the same time. I feel as if there was pressure pushing me down, but pulling me. I felt more pain. This feeling made me feel like I was nothing, but I could understand his feeling. I knew why his mind was so dark, but yet so bright. Demetrius poured whiskey into his glass, then mine before moving his glass to his lips. He took a small drink before inhaling slowly, as if he's letting some weight off his shoulders. He seems to be thinking out what he wants to say, so... He didn't speak, but what made me stop was the pictures moving around in the glass. One started to move my glass before they came to a stop. The picture then started to move like in motion. Watch. Demetrius' tone is soft and holds order. I looked up to him before looking back down to the picture in the glass. In the picture, I can see a small boy sitting at a beach, watching as the waves crash down at the rocks and sand in front of him. There was no sound. Not from the waves. Not from the wind. Nothing as if no sound was there in the first place. I reached for the picture, Demetrius reached to stop me, but my hand has already touched the glass over the picture, and I am pulled into the memory. It felt weird to be inside somebody else's memory and within their mind. I looked at my hand, it's of a little boy's hand. My hands would be shaking because this boy, who I am now, is or was Demetrius. I know it is him, but something isn't right. He is deaf, he can't hear anything. No sound, not the waves. Not the wind. Nothing. I toned what he did. There can't be any way this is or was him before. It just can't be. I then felt a sharp pain to the back of my neck. The body toned, toning my vision to a small group of boys who were throwing rocks, hitting the boy, Demetrius. The boy toned and looked down, not caring or trying to fight back. He looked down at his feet and my eyes widened, feeling my body go numb at the sight. The boy's feet, or well, his left foot is missing or has toned into sand, either or. Not only is or was Demetrius deaf, but he only had one foot. I then felt a pull in my back at the chair, and my eyes locked onto Demetrius as I took a deep breath in. Demetrius took another drink before looking down at the picture that is now moving away from me. Did he know? Did he see what I saw just now? Hell, he lived it. What was that? Demetrius closed his eyes. Did you feel it? I nodded. I was deaf as a boy. I couldn't run. Hell, I couldn't walk right. I couldn't even look down and feel normal. The other kids made fun of me, but I couldn't hear them. I couldn't keep up with them. I was weak and alone. His eyes opened before he sighed. Thinking about it now, that explains why he likes to walk around everywhere and tries to stay on his feet. Did he want to put his feet to walk? How did he even get his foot? You are the only one who can go into people's paths. I looked up fast, questioning him. It's the other reason Lithian wanted you. Watch or feel or both. It doesn't matter at this point. He hit a picture over to me. It stopped in front of me. This will explain why I didn't want to let you go. 
I touched the pixel and fell right back into his memory. I hit the ground, hard to no sound once again. I pushed up back in Demetrius's body. He's now thirteen or so, and a group of boys are standing in front of him, saying something I can't pick up myself, but Demetrius could. He could read lips. Demetrius's heartbeat picked up, but he is trying to stay calm as he can be. His left arm is bleeding. He feels like he can't get away, which is true. There was dirt under his hand. He made a fist before closing his eyes. He knew what he needed to do, but how far could he get? Two feet before one of the others grab him and bring him to the ground once again. Demetrius pulled up. He stood on his right foot and met one of the boys' eyes. The boy is about the same, but is stuck up and is pissing me off. Demetrius stared him down before the boy shouted something. Even I could understand. He shouted, Rot in hell. I've heard it repeatedly, but never like this. Demetrius moved his hand before falling back. Demetrius moved and hit the kid in the face, a good shot, nailing the boy right in the eyes with the dolt. Demetrius hit the ground, and I heard a sound. Not a sound from outside the memory, but within. The boy looked around before locking his eyes on Demetrius, and the thought that goes through to Demetrius's mind shouts in a harsh, dark voice, stating, I'll kill you. Was this his voice before he could heal? This dark and evil? The group of boys hit the ground as if a fly hit a paper. A woman stepped closer, over the boys' head. Demetrius met her eyes, and she smiled warmly. She is one scary woman. Demetrius can tell just by looking at her. She reminds me of Lithian, right off the bat. Hell, it has to be her. She stepped closer before saying something. Demetrius looked down fast, not wanting to meet her eyes, knowing that she is up to no good. She leaned down and touched his head before running her fingers across his neck. She nodded before picking him up. For some reason, he heard her say, Live. Lithian then moved and sat him down before toning and vanishing. I then am pulled from the memory. I looked up to Demetrius for answers. Do you understand? That was Lithian. She had told me once before to live. His eyes met the table before taking another drink from his glass. A strong drink at that. She told me to live, then sent these demons after me. I was killed, of course, a few years along the road. After I became this age, I lost track of what this was. He sighed. I then entered into hell and changed my body. But how? Normal humans or demons couldn't. And I don't think Demetrius had done evil. No more than myself or Dexy. Dexy is another story. How are you able to walk in your human form? You didn't have another foot. He chuckled before shaking his head. You can ask for anything if you're on good terms with Satan. I wanted to laugh. Him and Satan? Good friends? I could see it, but it was a long shot. You sound like you're on good terms with him. His laughter died, his eyes locked onto mine. Satan was the one who made me what I am today. I stopped for a moment. Is this why he couldn't stop him before? He asked me to take down Lithian. I was stunned. He wanted me to take down his wife. Take down the person who charmed me, like she charmed you. He shook his head before sighing. Killing Satan's wife for him? What a joke. Wait, what? I couldn't keep up with all of this. He was changed by Satan himself? What kind of conversation was this? Did he use sign language with Satan, or did he speak normally? Does Satan hold power over God's creation? I had some trouble with her before you came around, even before your mother was born. I had things I wanted to take care of, and she was one of them. I would never get close enough to her to really kill her, or even harm her. She was so strong and always knew how to get under my skin. But I know better now. He smiled. I also have more power by my side. He looked up. Don't worry, it doesn't matter to me if you have overthrown me. You can do far more when you overthrow your own master. His smile turned into a grin, which caught me off guard. 
Did he want me to overthrow him? Was this his plan? What do you mean? You have bypassed my power. I, myself, cannot take her down, but you could. I didn't know what to say to that. Hell, my mind is going in a million directions all at once. So you want me to take her down for you? He chuckled. You want to do that yourself, don't you? His words were true, but I didn't care. I just smiled before nodding. Of course I do. I toned fast as his laughter died. Too bad. I wanted to have more fun within your mind, Demetrius. I looked back to him. He nodded slowly. His fingers danced along a picture. It's a shame I let him live this long. I tried to move my body, but I have no control. If you could help me, I'll follow under your order once again. But not as your pet, but as a friend. I will follow orders once again, Demetrius. I moved my left arm up. I will shake on it. And I will die if I disobey you for any reason, if not explained false. He didn't know what to say to that. He nodded before standing and taking my hand. My body jolted as I whipped from his mind. I reached up and wrapped my fingers around someone. I moved and slammed the pulsing into the ground. The pulsing coughed as my eyes opened. I found Moikus under my fingers. He is shaking and weak. A grin danced across my lips as I sniggled. Did he think me stupid? You shouldn't be able to move. Is that where he is going to start? He shook, trying to get away. Is that so? Then you don't know who you're dealing with. His eyes widened as he looked back to me. His back is facing me. His chest is slammed into the ground. His body shook as I grinned a bit more before snapping his neck, killing him. His eyes widened. Too easy. I hold movement behind me. I turn to see Demetrius standing up. I knelt in front of him and closed my eyes. I am your tool once again. Use me to your liking, he sighed. Stand up, Chain. You're making a fool out of yourself. I grinned before standing back up. How does it feel to be able to use my power once again? He smiled before looking away, before snickling. It's good. His smile softened as he stepped closer and patted my back. It's nice knowing you will be with me once again. I snickled. I stated once before that I can't run away from you forever. I would be crazy to believe that I could get away from any of you. He patted my back once more before nodding. It's good to be back and seeing you back to your normal self. I nodded. Demetrius. It was Levin's voice. He appeared in front of the door. He looked shocked to see me up and about. He looked down as I sighed and stepped away from Demetrius. What is it? Demetrius' voice stoikened. Levin looked to him before looking back to me. He looked clueless about what was going on. We have a problem. There are demons and beasts in front of the building. I turned to Demetrius before grinning. No, Demetrius ordered as I sighed. You are to stay in here. You are my trick card. I looked away. What an old man taking away my fun. Do whatever you can. Send out Luna. Tell her chain says to let loose. Tell her that she is a good girl. Levin looked annoyed with his words, knowing that I would tell her to let loose and praise her for her actions. Levin nodded. Understood, sir. He looked back to me before vanishing in a gust of wind. My eyes moved back over to Dexie, who still looks like Jackie. Take her to a room to rest. I nodded. Demetrius is back to ordering people around, which is best. I moved down and picked Dexie up. She is taller than I am, but I would not complain about her being here, not to anyone. There were some people running by me, shouting about something, but the worlds almost sound foreign to me at the moment. I pushed past them. Some have shotguns, others have rifles. Dexie moved on my back as I pushed a door open and stepped in. Dexie moved on my back as I pushed a door open and stepped in. There was a bed on the door, stating this is a resting room. Once within the room, I laid her on the bed and turned to the bathroom. I turned on the water and washed off the blood from my arms and face. Now my clothing are a different story. Trick cord my ass. Nithian now knows that I am alive, thanks to Mycus or whoever he was. Demetrius had hit a soft spot. 
but he also showed me his past, even if it wasn't much. He was deaf and couldn't walk, but he had put up a fight and even got changed by Satan. Hell, he had Satan change his body for him, made him able to walk and heal and even speak. I don't even know how to take this all in. Satan had asked Demetrius to kill his wife? To kill Lithian? Why did Demetrius want to start this family? To finish Lithian off? Or just for the fun? I could never question him on it, or maybe I could. I shook my head and sat down inside. I needed to think of something. The building shook as if bombs hit the ceiling above me. Why didn't I fight? Because Demetrius told me no. I needed to fight so the others wouldn't get hurt. But without a reason, Demetrius would have my head. I needed to kill. I was hungry for a fight and he knows that. But why is that? Because of Marcus? Because of what Marcus did to Dexy? Or how he tried to play it off like he was human? Is that why he smelt off? Who would smile to me when they know who and what I was? But he locked his eyes on me and smiled like some madman. He knew who I was. He knew I was chained, but he didn't like going through hell or seeing me kill. Did he not get all the information about me from Lithian? He knew everything about Dexy or, well, Jackie. He knew how to play a part, but he messed up because I knew who Jackie was. Was he planning to use me until Lithian showed up? I shook the thoughts before looking over to Dexy. She's sleeping still. Jackie stated that Dexy was a name she dreamt about having. Did the human Dexy have dreams about her past, about what she remembered? My eyes widened as I pushed the thought away. No, I can't. I won't. I sighed. Dexy jolted in pain. I looked to her. I am worried. Yes, but there is nothing I can do for her without causing her pain. I sighed before stepping closer to her. I leaned closer and placed my forehead against hers. My eyes closed and I calmed my breathing. I pushed out all other sounds. The shaking. I tried to even push out her pain. I then entered her mind. She is sitting on a couch, staring into nothing. The room is bright with lights. Not what I imagine, but it will do. There are windows with sunlight coming through. Dexy slowly toned before looking shocked that I'm here. What are you doing here? Did she know where she was? Did she know who she was or is? Who is speaking now? Dexy? Her eyes widened. I stepped closer as she gasped. It is your name. I stopped in front of her. She looked up at me as I inhaled slowly before meeting her eyes. I'm calling for you, Dexy. Her eyes widened once more and she then jumped in pain. Her arms jolted and moved around as if she's trying to hit something off her arm. The room then started to change and crack. The whole room started to darken. The windows rotted away and fell to the ground. I touched her face. I'm hit with the pain. Something I knew well. This pain is from Lithian, from the past, from everything. I almost hit the ground and started to grasp for air. But I have to stay strong. For her, I met her eyes and inhaled. Let me, please, remember... I shouted and pushed. I fell into her past. There was a young girl in front of me. She is looking around, watching, listening, waiting. Then smoke fell and guns went off. She moved back, following some of the bullets coming from behind her. Of course she was scared. She didn't think they would start shooting that soon. Her back hit a car, one from the early 90s. The glass windows above her shadow to pieces, but she stayed quiet. Get down. It's a voice she knew well. A voice almost sounds like an old mafia boss that I've heard in movies. This is Dexy. Her memory. She looks behind the car and her eyes widen. Her heartbeat picks up as a man who spoke started to fall. A name falls from her mouth. A name I didn't catch. She is scared. The guns go off and she screams. She's right in the middle and now the man who died in front of her is no longer alive. And death will come to get his soul. Right before Dexy. But death never greeted the man who fell. A demon stood over the body, standing in the smoke that is now clearing. There was blood all over the alleyway. 
There were bodies everywhere, and little Dexy, who is dressed like a man, is standing there shaking as the devil looks up. He smiles. It is Demetrius. Before he found me, he stepped closer and a gun got fired, hitting his forehead. Dexy watched in horror before falling back. There is a cap on top of Dexy's head, and her face is covered with dirt, making her less like a woman and making her look like a small boy. Demetrius reached up and grins. Guns get fired and the people drop. The mafia is dead and Dexy is shaking. Fear runs through her body. Her fingers are shaking. Demetrius looked back to her before stepping closer. Now why is the girl in this fight? His voice is the same as before, evil and doik. How old are you? Dexy can't speak. She couldn't. Her eyes lock onto the false body that fell. She knew him well, but hated him. Hated his every being for bringing her here and telling her to hide the fact that she was a girl. Or even the age she was. Speak, child. Dexy's eyes widened as Demetrius stopped in front of her. How old are you? And why are you in this fight against demons? Dexy couldn't stop shaking. She didn't know why this man didn't scale her like the others. But she's still fearful. You are free. Dexy's body eased. She knew his words were true. Was Dexy forced into the mafia? Did they use her? Did Demetrius know? Why did he say it was a fight against demons? Who filed the guns? Why is Demetrius even here with her? Dexy and I'm- She is cut off by a scream. Dexy jolted up and grabbed on Demetrius. He smiled before toning, holding her tightly. I see. You will be free. Demetrius touched the wall and grinned. Welcome home, Dexy, my dear. Her eyes widened as she hit the wall of heat. The cat fell from her head, showing her long hair. She isn't a small child. She is taller than she seems, and is older, but the dirt is hiding that. How old is Dexy in this memory? How old was she when she got changed? And why did Demetrius take her in when she had a family? Did she have one? Get out of my head. I am pulled out forcefully. I hit the ground and looked up. The Dexy. Her head is on her hands and she is crying. Stay out of my head. When did she wake up? And who is speaking? I stood up. Dexy, this is your past. Please remember it. Hell, please just remember who you are. I don't care if you never forgive me or even remember me. Just remember Demetrius and the others, please. My eyes closed. I'm hoping for the best. I know that I've caused this, and I'm willing to go through the pain and sorrow for her to save her. It was silent for a long moment. It felt like time had stopped, but I know that time is still going because there is a fight outside of her mind. Hell, there's a fight inside of Dexy's mind right now. Dexy stood before stepping close to me. I looked up to her. She raised her hand and backhanded me. I hit the ground. I was stunned that she had moved. I then smiled and looked back up to her. Dexy is the only one who backhanded me. Jackie Neville did. How dare you call me, she shouted before covering her mouth. I already know Jackie is still there, somewhere, and she's fighting. I'm sorry, Dexy. I just wanted to feel the back of your hand once again. She moved her hand away from her lips. Wanna feel it again? I snickled before standing back up. No, I'm good without- Good. So where are we? She looked around. I watched her clueless. I'm in your mind. This is your mind, your memories. I looked down. A small memory in the shape of a shadow glass moved by me. One of the old Dexy, with Demetrius. Sorrow filled my pulse in. But there are two sets of memory within your mind. One of your true self, and the other belongs to a woman named Jackie. But as long as you just remember Demetrius and who you were before, I'll be fine. Though I wouldn't be. She stepped closer. I thought she was going to backhand me again. She had every right to beat me up for what I had done. Jane, have you been drinking? I jumped back and looked away. What? There's panic in my voice. No. Chain. Her voice is serious. So is her face. I sighed. Yes, I have been drinking. 
I had a chat with Demetrius after all it's been over 20 years since I last saw him or even spoke to him. Her eyes widened she moved back. Did she not know? Did she forget what Lithian had done? What happened to everyone else? Why I left? How Lithian took her? Did she not know? Which means she started to shake and tears started to come to her eyes. I'm so sorry. Her voice is fast and shaky. I watched her. I'm sorry. What have I done? She moved back. I was only trying to stop everyone from the pain. She grabbed her head. I watched her. She didn't know what she did or who she saved. I moved and hugged her. It's okay, Dexie. As long as you remember and come back. Everyone is waiting. I paused. Just don't forget anything, please. I'm sorry I couldn't come and save you sooner. I moved back and looked at her. She wiped her eyes and stood all the way up. Save it for later. She cleared her throat before looking through the shadow glass. Her eyes locked onto a rotten window. Demetrius is coming here. You'll be the trick card if I remember right. The trick up his sleeve. The jack of all trades. She eyed me. After all, you were the chain that bonds us as one. I stood there dumbfounded by her words. I didn't know what to say. We both pulled from her mind. I stepped away from her and hit the ground. The door opened and someone stepped into the room. Chained, Demetrius' voice rang over. I turned as Dexie stood up and out of the bed. Demetrius froze at the sight of her standing. Dexie, what's going on here? Did he not think I would call her back? Did he not believe in my power? Chain here was nice enough to show me what is going on. I looked away, trying to keep out of her thoughts. I'm still stuck in the gunfight. It's replaying through my mind. Demetrius had to see the uneasiness because he reached over and grabbed my shirt. Chain, you went into her mind? Into her memory? He had every right to be angry with me, because I bring pain when I make those around me remember their past. But he wasn't so different, now was he? I just showed her that everyone is here for her, waiting, just like you had showed me. I met his eyes. He sighed and dropped me. I stepped away from him. You were one sharp half. I smiled warmly. Isn't that why you picked him? Dexie snapped back. It was a joke. I rolled my eyes as she chuckled. Her voice changed a bit, less of Jackie and more of Dexie. Her face is changing shapes as well, little by little. What's with all the blood, Chain? I looked down at my shirt. I had to see Solomon. Then I killed Jackie's fake boyfriend. It wasn't all his, not all of it. She slowly nodded. You mean that guy who was pissing me off? I can't say anything. Good thing he's gone. I wanted to laugh. You were Dexie after all. I sniggled. The room changed. It got darker. The air changed. I told him, hoping for a fight. Waiting for something to hit us in the face. Demetrius, the person froze. Dexie? It's Solomon. He appeared before he froze in place. Why is she awake and standing? I looked away. I was hoping to deal with him later, but now, better than later. I might have done something. Solomon, it's good to see you again. Solomon's legs almost gave way, but knowing that Dexie was herself and not a fake. Dexie, I'm glad as well. Demetrius cleared his throat. Demetrius meant business, and that should scare Solomon. Solomon looked back to him. The demons are showing no stop. They're going all out. Lithian had sent out all or close to all her demons and beasts. I laughed. It felt amazing to know that Lithian is scaled. Crazy as ever. Just send him out already, Demetrius. She should know who broke through hell. Dexie started as she crossed her arms. Let him have his fun. I guess if you think he's ready, then I have no other choice. Chain is our last trick, after all. Looks like it will be a long night. Demetrius nodded as Dexie looked over to Solomon. You are to make sure everyone gets what they need. Solomon nodded before vanishing. I grinned. Chain, do what you do best, and remember to have fun. Way ahead of you. Who do you think you're speaking to? Having fun is one of the things I do best. He shook his head. Is that after killing? Dexie had spoken. You could say that. 
Too bad I had to walk, though. It would take away my fun if I chose to feel it out, though, wouldn't it? Demetrius sighed. Just get, though, Chain. I'm counting on you. I nodded before turning to the door. I stopped and eyed him. Demetrius, she still needs to remember it all. Please save her enough time to remember it all. And don't push yourself, Dexie, or I'll have to put you back to sleep. She chuckled before locking her eyes on me. You don't need to worry about me. I'm more worried about Lithian and how she will die. I grinned. I knew Dexie wanted to have her fun with Lithian, but it will be I who takes her head. I'll make sure you watch firsthand. She nodded before chuckling even more. Sounds good with me. I nodded before leaving the room. I stepped down the hallway, pushing forward through the hallway. I felt weird to be walking when I could just appear in front of the building, ready for a fight. But I have to save my energy. Or maybe I just wanted to enjoy myself as I walked through the hallway. My arms moved to my side as my feet moved, taking me forwards. There were people around, frozen as they see me pass them. Did they see that I was ready for a fight? Or did they know something I didn't? The building shook as I stopped. Lights above me flickered as I smiled and moved forward. A fight I'm ready for. The hallway feels like a haunted house, with the lights flickering on and off and the distance screaming. The moving of the ground. I'll pay money to go through the haunted house like this. Others would be scaled but it will make money. I moved, my feet hit the ground, and I started running. The front doors came into view, and I felt my lips form a grin, one I enjoyed having on my face. I hit the front doors and stopped just outside. I looked around. My grin fell as guns went off. People were screaming. Some are in pain. Others out of rage. There was shouting, smoke, blood. It feels like a war, and all I can do is stand and watch as those around me fall. Few people turned to look at me. I pushed my thoughts away and grinned. There in front of me stands Lane, Benton, Levin, and Rocco, who are all frozen. Levin and Rocco both know that I shouldn't even be able to move, let alone be out here. Did Solomon not tell them that I was able to move? Did he disappear? What a shame. Rocco shook as he stepped closer. I eyed him as he stopped. Chain? I studied him. He's in his favorite form. A six-tailed fox. A white one at that, with black tips. He even has two sets of ears. One of a fox, and one of his demon form. What, what are you do, doing here? He stepped closer. He only has tails and eels of a fox. The rest of him is a demon form. He is the same height as before. His skin is a lighter color, almost white. I met his eyes before looking around. Where is Luna? Is she done with her walk? He nodded before pointing to the battlefield in front of me. She's out there somewhere. He turned back to me. Should you be walking? I snickered at that. I'm fine walking. Hell, I'm fine killing. He slowly nodded. Lane moved closer and met my eyes. He looked serious. Luna is waiting for you. I told her that you would be coming soon. She went off with a grin on her face. He looked over to the raging smoke and roaring. A few trees are getting broken and thrown around. He then smiled. Here she comes. He stepped back as I toned. I'm then pushed back by a force not of this wood, but by a small, little demon named Luna. Chain, you finally showed up. She sounds so pleased. Of course I did. Lieben told you, didn't he? She nodded before standing in front of me. You did a good job, Luna. I am proud of you. Levin looked away in disgust. He looked as if he hated my world or how Luna acted when I spoke to her. Levin, Rocco. I eyed both of them. Back up everyone around us. Stand your ground and do not cross my path. Both stood tall. Yes, sir. Rocco stated. Levin sighed. Yeah, yeah. Don't go and get ahead of yourself now. I grinned before looking back at Lane and Benton, who was standing behind Rocco. You will get all the humans who cannot fight or who are injured. Cord them all and take them inside. If they do not have a cord, tell Luna. Luna, help them. Rest a bit. Let me have my fun. She looked down, saddened by going in. 
I don't want you to get hurt when I'm fighting people and I need to come back to see you smiling, okay? She looked up fast before nodding and smiling. Okay, Chain. I'll help out here. I stepped close to her and patted her head. Let's go. We have other things to get done. I looked at Rocco and Levin. We have things to kill. Hell yeah, Levin shouted before grinning. I sniggled. Let's see who can take down the most. Levin shot me a look, knowing that it will be a bet. This isn't a test, but I'm always up for a challenge. Rocco is always on board, but he sounds as if he already knows how this fight will end up. Good, just like old times. I toned and looked over the rising smoke. Too bad Jackie isn't here with us. Levin sighed as he spoke. She is resting. Both toned look at me, shocked. I made her remember. Demetrius is with her as we speak. Okay, now I have something to fight for. Levin stood as I eyed him. You always had something to fight for. Stop making yourself a fool. He chuckled before nodding. Whatever you say, Chain. He nodded at me. We're counting on you. I rolled my eyes. I hear you. They both vanished as I sighed. Time to have some fun. I took a step forward and moved my arms to my side. Luna stepped closer. You're getting serious. No fooling around? Could she see that I wasn't going to waste time? Could she see right through my act? Of course she is right. I'm getting serious. I have no reason to mess about. I need to kill these beasts and get back to Dexie. Luna had seen that I wasn't bored with this whole thing. Maybe I should be bored, but I have Lithian's army right in front of me, and I can have my way. Killing them, ripping them apart, and what I truly wanted was their fear. With war brings death and fear, something I feed off of. I bathe in their fear. Their blood not so much. It's hard to wash away, but it does rain down fear upon those who are watching. Seeing a monster rise over the dead bodies of their allies, their brethren, their enemies, and others alike. I felt like a god of war, only I seek the fear of a fight, not just the war alone. If someone makes a mistake in war in front of me, their head will be mine. Their souls will never see another day, and their blood will wash down a drain. Those who try to escape will be stabbed in the back and headless. Those who fight a fail fight will never see again, for they too will die in this battle. Those who are harmed in this battle, like Luna, should step back and watch, help the others get back. She had hurt her right upper arm and tried to hide it, but I can see when she is hurt. She tries to push it away, but she is in pain. She has much to learn about this battle. She has much to learn about the humans we are helping. I jumped before flying forward. I moved and slipped my hands in my front pockets. There was something inside my pockets. When did I put something within? I landed before taking the thing out. There were small red balls, just like the one I had seen in my memory. The sly old spider demon should be thanked for his parting gift. I shook my head before throwing them into the air. They made an odd sound when they were thrown. They sound as if they have tiny holes going through them. Levin came into view. Catch Levin. He toned, seeing or hearing the sound. He moved and caught them before looking down at the red balls. Have fun. He nodded before looking up to me. Don't hit me this time around. Having fun? You seem to be tired already. Maybe you should get some rest. I eyed Levin before looking away. Watch yourself, Levin. He smoked before waving his arms. Yeah, yeah. I then jumped away, heading over to the broken trees in a loud roar. I could see the little red balls moving through the air around me, missing me and hitting the beasts around me as I moved forward. How close was Levin to me? Did he move from his spot? I can feel the air change as the sound moved by me. A sharp whoosh sound and a blow passed by me as a beast and a tree gets cut down. I sighed before yawning. He is taking my fun away. And I can already hear Rocco cutting through demons and beasts alike around me on the ground. I stopped and looked down at the ground floor. I had stopped on top of a tree and watched from afar. Rocco is fighting with Japanese swords. He has a devilish grin across his face. I can see his sharp teeth. He's cutting through some rhino men. 
Neven is within the ale, floating above the trees, controlling the ale with his red balls. I look down to see the rhino man running around. There was a sword stuck in his left shoulder. I moved and fell forward, landing on the rhino's back. He crushed in the ground as another sword flies by me. I turned before reaching down and pulling the sword out of his body. I turned before cutting the rhino's head off. Rocco, are you missing something? I threw it back. You forgot your sword. Rocco turned before catching it. He laughed it off. Sorry. Thanks, Chain. I rolled my eyes. He has other swords floating around him and he's using two. Though he is joking around, he is being serious at the same time. And unlike him, I'm getting bored with every passing minute because these demons and beasts are just fuel for this war. They aren't even worth fighting. I could easily kill them all off. But Levin and Rocco are in the way. I also don't know if there's any humans still around. But I am wasting time. So Luna can get everyone out. So Rocco and Levin can have their own fun. But I want to have my fun with these ants. I felt the wind change. I toned inside. I closed my eyes. I wanted to fight. I want to kill. I need the others out of my way first. The air grew dark as I opened my eyes and grinned. A small shadow got casted over everything and Solomon stepped out of the shadows. Thieven Rocco, you were ordered to go back and leave the battle zone and bring all the humans back. Solomon's voice boomed over everything. Leave the rest to chain. Demetrius is order. Rocco and Levin both stopped before looking back to him. Both nodded before vanishing. Solomon turned to me. You are free to go all out. Have your fun. I grinned. He turned away. Creepy as always. Don't forget to come back to us. I waved my arm before sniggling. He then left without another word, vanishing along with the shadows. I grinned as the wind picked up around me. I felt the desire to kill, the pull and twist of the feel that I had gotten from the beasts under me. The wind spun around me as I looked round. I can see the false beast who wishes to die false. He is a mix of some kind of bale. Sadly, he doesn't even know that he is already dead. The wind cut through his body even before he could step closer. A small little trick I picked up from watching Levin. Bale mix hit the ground as I stepped closer, stepping down on ale steps. Those around the bale mix took a step back in question of what just happened. The wind moved by me and hit the bale mix on the ground and cut at his full. Impossible, when stated as I sniggled. I am not a wind demon, but yet I can control the wind. I learned to control everything, water, air, fire, which was harder than most. I can even change into animals, like Rocco, which took some time. It all just took time. I moved my left arm out and started to form a sword. Not like Rocco. It looked like a knight sword. I moved and grabbed the handle and threw it at the beast who spoke. It cut through his body and nailed him to a tree. He coughed and grabbed the handle. The sword bent and twisted and wrapped around the tree before growing and cutting at his insides. My feet touched the ground as I looked around. There were some other demons and beasts that moved to attack. My eyes moved over to the tree around me. I moved my arm, drying the tree and having the water wrap around and cutting through them. I felt my body ease as my eyes closed. I flicked my hand and hear someone choking around me. I grinned before chuckling. The demons and beasts that have moved at me have swords sticking through them and the trees around them are dried up like meat toned a jerky. A few swords cut through the demon's throats. Three of the swords are made of water. The others are like the first sword. The demons and beasts around me dropped as the second line ran at me. They were after blood, but I can't blame them for their actions. They don't understand what I can do. I reached my arm up and called for the rain. Only water didn't get summoned. The clouds formed, but water didn't drop. Swords rained down on top of them, cutting into their bodies as they ran at me. My feet moved off the ground and I moved above them. A circle is now around me of dead bodies and swords. 
The body moved and dried up as I summoned the wattle and blood. The blood and wattle from the trees and their bodies are now turning into ice. Short pieces that are now breaking off the swords and cutting into everything around me. It's missing me. This isn't all what I can do. I'm just having fun. Toying with the wind and wattle and Rocco's sword making. I could just burn them all, but I have no source of heat. Tano has body heat. I don't. Only if there is blood around me. My body is cold from all the water and ice around me. The beasts and demons cough and scream under me as I grin. One reached for my feet. Kill him, one shouted before a piece of glass cut through his throat, killing him. Was this all they could do? Reach for me and get so close? This was boring now, using up all the strength and only watching them drop like flies. What a waste of power. I just hope I'll be able to sleep after this all. I hope no one will tell me to get up and order me around. But I can only hope, right? My eyes rolled as I moved my arm and spoke old words that mean death reigns from above. My eyes slowly opened as blood rained down from the sky and hit everything around me. The demons and beasts that are still standing screamed and clawed at their skin, trying to get the blood off of them. But it's no use. They will die and have their skin rot off. I want a drink. I sighed before looking away. Would Dexie let me have a drink, or would take it away and tell me I'm just a child? Doesn't matter. There is still someone who owes me a drink. Doesn't matter. There is still someone who owes me a drink. A bartender that told Dexie that I couldn't drink. I snickled at the thought of the day with Dexie. End of chapter 17. Thank you for joining. This is a walk of fiction with made-up lands and characters. An original walk. See you soon.